Two will enter. One will win. Welcome to the fight. Welcome to the knockout. Welcome everyone to episode five of the knockout. I hope my internet is actually working for you guys. I've had we've had it's been all sorts of hectic issues this afternoon and whatnot, but I look forward to this episode a lot. It's man versus machine. Welcome to Terminator. This is Skynet. <laughs> it is the Kingpin versus Ultron. So I look forward to this fight an awful lot. This will be a a fun discussion. You know, you, but I see a bunch of different ways this possibly can go, but I'm not going to do the job for these two guests. Please welcome, returning to the show, Pokan Joe for Ultron. Welcome, Pokan. How's it going? Thank you, and thank you for having me. Let's go Ultron. Yes, yes, go Ultron. <laughs> well, <laughs> if, he, if he earns it, you know, you don't know what the machines can do, right? And please, right. and please welcome first-time guest to the show, Dan, from Your Mom's Comics on Instagram. Welcome, Dan. How's it going? Pretty good. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing pretty good. And you got some good issues behind you, too. What is that? The uh, Green Lantern over your shoulder? A couple of Green Lanterns over your shoulder? Yeah, I kind of move out of the way. Got a little my uh, ah, kind of awesome. villain section. A little flex uh -huh. going here. A little, little kingpin action. Mm -hmm. Got the Thanos in the middle. Well, cool, of, cool. Silver Age goodness. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, we're not here to show off our comics on the walls because if uh, we were, Pokemon would be feeling a little lonely. <laughs> so. Yeah, all mine's over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all right. We'll break that. We'll just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so like I said, I really look forward to this one. It's Man versus Machine. I just I kept on a couple times when I was doing the marketing for this episode. I kept on doing the Terminator theme because it just seems so dang appropriate. You know, that it's just. I had to do it. So I look forward to this episode a lot. You know, honestly, well, I'll bring my own in opinions when we start the discussion. So Pokan is uh, elected to go second. So Dan will go first here. Any questions again before we ask or before we start the show here for introductions? No. Awesome. All right. Well, take it away, Dan, with your introduction for why the Kingpin is king after all. I really appreciate it, and thanks, Joe. Thanks for the opportunity to talk tonight. Honestly, it comes down to this. Everybody loves a winner, and Kingpin is about winning. He may not be the strongest. He may not have you know, the, the most powers, but what he knows how to do is he knows how to win. They're, the world's littered with folks, with talent, with resources, with everything. Kingpin always knows how to come out and talk. He's got an amazing backstory. I honestly believe he's the best villain out there because he's relatable. He's still a person. He's not a mutant. He's there's nothing overly special about him, but he knows how to maximize everything. He, you know, uh, every opportunity he knows how to maximize. I mean, here's somebody who committed his first murder by age 12. He was known as the kingpin of crime by age 15. It, it's only going up from there. He's got all of the the, the meta physical stuff going for him. He can put 600 pounds over his head. He is, the, be the best part about him is he's, he's hidden. He looks like an obese kind of blob walking around, but he's just like a sleeper. You know, it, 
he's nothing but muscle. He can run faster than almost any human over a short distance. He's like a hippo. Uh, he is just a limitless capacity for evil and a limitless past capacity to invoke love out of folks. He is the definition of a villain, of a true villain. He's an amazing character. Awesome, awesome. That is a very good opening statement. I know you said you were nervous before, but very good, very good, very good statement. So kudos to you. Uh, and Pokan Joe, what does the AI machine have to say for his opening statement? First off, tonight I'm going to prove that Kingpin's not a villain. He's not a villain by any means whatsoever. He can actually show compassion. He can show love. He can show that he cares about things. Granted, it's because he's probably a psychopath, but hey, everybody needs to be on a path. And I agree to that. But what I do absolutely refuse to believe is that uninteresting Tony Soprano is not a villain. And tonight I prove that with an emotionless machine that spent five minutes on the internet and was like, yeah, you cats need to go. Like, you need to just not exist anymore. He's not trying to rule anything. He just sees us the same way we look at a cockroach in the house. Same way I look at Kingpin. You just need to go away. Also, the, the elaborate planning and, and, you know, somebody that knows how to win. Everybody knows how to win. But that's just the fealty of being a villain at the end of the day. It's our nature not to win. So regardless of, of all that, I still want to sit here and as we go through our conversation tonight with our notes and our required reading and even decided to bring in some interesting comic books because I'm bribing you because I too am a villain. Nice, nice, nice. Very good, very good. Well, I look forward, look forward to this discussion an awful lot. So. I see this as a very, like I said, very interesting matchup between two. Yes. Mine's on the wall over here or Thank over you. there now. So. <laughs> I thought we were flexing. Was, yeah, I'm flexing. Sure. Sorry about but, that. All that right. Um, this is, like I said, in the beginning of the season, this is a true villains episode, uh, season and all that where really anything goes. There's not a lot of rules anyway in my, in my show. This is even less this time. The Kingpin, not to argue your point for you, Dan, but I don't see the Kingpin doing anything by himself, even if he has the ability to do 600 pounds. I see him bringing in his city behind him, so, of villains. But like I said, I will let, uh, would you would you agree with me? And then just take it away whenever you guys are ready uh, to counter that point. You got an army of Ultrons, or an army under on payroll, but this is still a very interesting show, so. How does this match up? Take it away with whatever you guys wanted to start with. George, you want to go first? I can. So the, my my biggest hangup with w Wilson Fisk, right? I, I even I, I can't the, the sheer fact of calling him Kingpin kind of just cringes to me for some reason because all he is is just an abandoned child at the end of the day that still has daddy issues well into his older age. His tantrums in the comic book, his tantrums in the show. There are just certain things that just make him. Just in a, the, the abandoned child, you know, motion. Whereas the great thing about um, Ultron is the fact that he is just a legit social nihilist at the end of the day. And, and you know, if we're going to talk about who's the best villain, you know, you can talk about a, a person giving you a hug versus a wooden puppet giving you a hug. And that's basically the conversation that we're having today. Wilson Fisk can hug. He can show compassion. You really want to get under his skin, 
we know we can always go mess with Vanessa, who, by the way, is probably a better villain as far as I'm concerned. She's better at the manipulations. But <laughs> Ultron, given his charismatic spirit in the MCU, I thought it was very charismatic. Great voicing, by the way. And then also through the rage of Ultron, where they tried to make him human, and he failed at it. Like, they gave him a human heart. Not that that means anything. This is glorified organic pump. But it still did nothing to change him in any way, shape, or form. He's just the epitome of evil and villainy. Very good. All right, Dan. I love that opportunity. Thank you for bringing up some amazing points. Uh, right off the bat, you hit the nihilism button. I, I love it. That was I was kind of I, I wanted to delve into that because it's just this simple. Uh, even there, Ultron loses because Thanos is a better nihilist. You know, he's second rate. He's he's D League. Oh, Ultron is on try number fifteen, and he's still getting smoked. <laughs> I, I love the fact that you you bring out Kingpin's capacity for love, and that's great because the real the real villains are relatable and they're 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 flawed, right? And that's actually one of his strengths. Kingpin can can control with fear. He can control with love. He control any way he, he needs to. Meanwhile, Ultron's own daughter's flipping sides against him. He can't get anybody on his side. You know, I mean, let's face it, he's not really that smart. You know, he's kind of got the one idea. Take over the world. And, you know, he can never really get there. And, you know, part of it, let's, let's just kind of remember, if you get everybody angry at you, then you're going to have a ton more enemies. Ultron has the strongest... <laughs> Heroes in the entire world keeping tabs on him and fighting him. The Avengers are his sworn enemy. Kingpin does not face that on a daily basis. You know, like all right, he's got Spider-Man, Daredevil, which I mean, you know, you make a loud noise, Daredevil's out the window, right? Kingpin Thank knows you. how to win, right? <laughs> so he, he's Ultron's a one-trick pony, and Kingpin is, is is the duck that's falling in the mud, coming out clean. He knows how to win. Um, and again, you hit the great point. Kingpin's not beating people one on one. He he's all about tapping every resource possible. He's got a stable of the world's deadliest, most dynamic killers. He's got Bullseye. He's got Electra. He's got Typhoid Mary. He's making deals with Hobgoblin, Sandman, Mysterio. He's had Shield working for him at different times. He's you know he could probably flip Doctor Doom if he had to. The the big thing with kingpin is he can control anyone he wants to using whatever he needs to all the tools are at his disposal i could do this all day i don't need anybody or ultron i guess i kind of relate i don't need people i just need replicas of me so there's that whole, that little messy thing that we all love to have, emotions and a lot of work and manipulation. You know, why chase somebody down? Why at the roof, climb all the way down to the bottom step to punch somebody in the nose when you can just drop a brick? And that's the problem with Kingpin. He's overcomplicated at the end of the day. Everything's got to be this large, grandioso scheme, which, by the way, I'm still trying to figure out why things like He's a classy villain and all. It's all a facade. At the end of the day, he's just another trailer park boy 
who could be in the trailer park boys actually right that dresses up in a white like who the hell wears a white suit get the hell out of here with that i'm not hearing you man <laughs> in a fedora on top of it like what is this 1950s ah, i'm gonna get you yeah good dinner like get the hell out of here with that give me some ai give me some lasers freaking jet packs and i want to shoot lasers in your pp hole that is some villainous shit right there <laughs> go after kingpin's brains all you want but you can't argue that's not a classy suit the I hell mean, i can't who the hell wears an ascot except for an asshole <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the style my friend i mean i mean i love that you were austin powers in the villainy but how are we not You're probably about the same age we're talking white sports coats, Don Johnson, the 80s. Let's do it with some style, my friend. If you want to be a bad guy, get everybody on your side. It can be, you know, it can look cool. There's nothing wrong with That's that. That's another example of how I just think he misses the mark. Again, he needs these kind of, this kind of facade, much like his clothes. Everything about him is just this huge He didn't grow up rich. He's not really a self-made man. He's a criminal at the end of the day. Right, it's not really like a criminal organization. Kind of shows that he's not a self-made man, right? He's a, he's the kid that got abused by his dad, went to elementary school, and pushed down all the nerds. And then at the end of the day, he simped out for some chick. That's how I see Kingpin. There's not really much you can do about that. Hey. Like, I, I don't know. So you don't you don't you, you don't want to talk about vanessa i don't th you don't want to talk about vanessa you know that's really not a good thing i think you know you get kingpin riled and you know oh, when, when kingpin oh. gets that one piece the of animation body might get picked right? up by the guy who can pick up 600 pounds <laughs> well here we go let's roll back to daredevil here real quick his foe is nemesis right he gets information to 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 take him down and does he take him down does he come right at him no, he takes Daredevil apart. He takes Matt Murdock apart. He takes his livelihood apart. He takes everyone he knows, his whole world. He doesn't beat you. He ruins you and everyone around you. It's an Ultron, complicated plan. It's winning. Sorry, He's the mayor of New York. What's Ultron? Was right? the mayor of New York. He ran away with Vanessa on a boat to go live happily ever after. He crushed it and he moved on to bigger and better things, my friend. After his yeah. son denounced him because he was trying to reconnect with him. Like, he's done a lot of good things in his last couple of runs. It's almost like he's not a villain. Actually, I think Vanessa's was Vanessa had yeah. passed by then. This was his new wife, uh, Mary. I uh, Mary. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, something yeah. like that. It, it doesn't matter. He falls in love and, and, and everything's them. I get it. Whereas my character, again... My character, I'll even make jokes about my own character. My character doesn't need a physical person in any way. Give him a toaster, plug it in, pull it down, he's good. <laughs> oh, all right. I, like I love it. I, I, I like where you're saying self-sufficient. That's, you know, self-love, self-care. Right, but, I'm just saying. Let's talk about it, right? So, so first off, let's roll it back. I mean, even in the MCU, James mm -hmm. Spader's voice versus Vincent D'Onofrio in a role of a lifetime. And I love the MCU. I thought Avengers 2 was underrated. However, we're talking about overly complex and dense storyline. Let's get Vincent D'Onofrio in the Daredevil series just crushing it. Uh, crushing it versus Spader's voice. 
uh, kind of pontificating about mm-hmm. uh, bringing Shakespeare up in this mess. And religion. Oh, and religion uh, geometry, too. That was fascinating was, to me, to be honest. I thought that was kind of interesting. I dig yeah. it, but then his plan was to, you know, uh, uh, pick a city up in the air and drop it on a planet. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a excellent plan, man. Pick up a huge landmass and drop it on Earth. It's the same thing as pulling an asteroid out of the sky. Like I, but I don't know about you guys, though, but watching that, watching a big rock hurling towards the ground is scary. But I would be more scared of after seeing of Kingpin after seeing him go, "Hey, meet my door, car door," and then kind of thing. I'd be like, "Oh, like, I'm more worried about Kingpin after that." You're worried about that, like, like yeah, he did decapitate the guy, right? We're talking about the show, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah, he, he yeah. took the guy's head off. Yeah, so you're more scared of that possibly happening because all you don't have to, you just don't show up. You'll feel that a little bit more. You're not running away from a city dropping on your head, man. Well, here's the thing. It's relatable. You can't, you are a city dropping. You, you have no concept of what yeah. that is. I but read Watching a person's books. head come flying apart, you know, on a street level, you know what that is. That inspires fear in the reader. That's your emotional connection. I don't know. Kingpin scares a the life out of me. Street level guy, right? If the argument is that he's a street level guy that can do things that you can relate to, but then you're also going to sit there and say... That his overcomplicated, relaxed plans of manipulating thousands of people in a city, like that's just not jiving for me. That's where I get lost with Kingpin overall. I, I get Whereas Ultron oh, just wants everybody to go away. And let's be honest, the writers of Ultron, he gets some of the most best. I don't know why, but like um oh, who is it? John um Bruchiman? Right, the artist and and uh, Roy Thompson that wrote them. The rule for Ultron was always right. simple, right? His plans kind of make sense to some degree, right? Make it as realistic as you can, but make it over the top and make it a spectacle at the end of the day. And that's what I really enjoy about comics. And again, this is where I'm kind of lax. And I'm noticed, and I want some credit that I'm not even bringing up the fact that a a ninety pound uh, college oh, dropout <laughs> like, gave the business to the man who can pick up and run faster and all this other stuff. <laughs> right? that's, that's, that's getting retconned. That's, right. that's, that's, like, that's not go there. I, I'm oh, just saying, I didn't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put yeah. I boy button on that one. Oh, man. Yeah. Here is, here is Pokenja. Oh, was that dramatic? <laughs> <laughs> Just bringing in the heavy hits. <laughs> no, but if you if and 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 maybe I'm going to go down like a, a little too much of a real tangent here, but g- given who I am and anybody that's watching this knows me knows I'm going to do something like this, given the fact that as as an AI generated computer being of some sort, right, doesn't really understand humanity, but can mimic those things. Right, he's really good at like the movie game. I thought the movie did a great job of that. They actually made a robot charismatic to some degree. Yeah, a little pontificating like he was at a TED's talk, but that was the relatability. But all that was just a facade. At the end of the day, it's nothing but zeros and ones, and it knew how to speak to people and, and knew to bring in things like God because he they doesn't believe in it. Obviously, he has no beliefs. But he knows that humans do have these beliefs, and he's able to manipulate that through a little social engineering to be able to construct that. 
and then knowing that he's going just wants everything to die and go away is a great example of social nihilism. The thing with Kingpin is, and 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 this is where like I might get a little serious for some people, and I apologize out there. But the truth is, as I look at Kingpin, rather whatever story run that you want from him, right? It's always the abuse of dad, mm-hmm. right? Dad ends up dying in some way, sometimes from his hand, sometimes do other tragic things, whatever. At, at the end of the day, he's really just nothing more than a sad guy that never really grew up that's just acting like an adult. And that's not a mental disorder, that's a behavioral disorder. And that's that's why I say he's not a villain. He's not something for us to be scared of. He's actually just sad. Kingpin's the ultimate equalizer. He, he's all about doing better, right? When he did repent, when he did give everything up for his wife, what's the first thing he did when she got killed? Right, he came back with a tour de force and leveled everybody with a passion. And and thanks for taking a little bit of the serious note because I was trying to figure out a good way to broach this. But if we're talking like a little bit of a knockoff character, here's my issue in this context with Ultron. Right, mm-hmm. Let, let's look at the comic book version. Let's, let's kind of throw the Tony Stark getting up there, uh, uh, you know, giving big speeches out the window a little bit. And let's focus on the actual Ultron from the comics. He's a knockoff at Hank Pym, who is a deplorable character in some levels. Hank Pym is one of the only folks that's ever ventured down that really negative road. So if we're talking about a complex villain who's who's willing to do whatever it takes to come out on top to further his goals, whether it's personal love because he's he's obsessed with himself, whether it's... Uh, a newfound greater goal for a family or kingpin will get there ultron eh, he's a second-rate knockoff thanos like worst worst nihilist who can't even take over the the, the, the planet right and, 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 and i will off, uh, you know somebody that uh, smacked him on the wall that's kind of pretty terrible and and i'll say this for for your point there too ultron is kind of like you said dropping a city he is the yeah, idea kind of out there you know like i said there's a reason why i always i brought in skynet and the terminator in there kingpin on kingpin on the other hand does have his huge stories but there's a reason why some people like a lot of people like in spider-man like asm we were talking about asm before the show here there's a reason why some of the best stories people like are street level crime level kind of thing kingpin literally is that he is the like the peak of villainy all he is is a crime boss a guy who on some decent level you can relate to because he loves his wife he cares about his city he has those principles that you can relate to i mean ultron yeah you can relate to him and you can understand his you know his ideas you know like the age of ultron movie you can understand him for an angle but kingpin you can really relate to he is this unreachable status in a sense kingpin just here's is good here's i i get what you're saying so mm-hmm. i i think maybe i want to go back to something so again, if you can relate to Kingpin, and I refuse to believe that Kingpin's even a villain, that's a good thing for you. I hope I hope you're not a bad person. <laughs> I don't even see Kingpin as this horrible villain type. He's a street level thug at the end of the day. That's why I call him uninteresting Tony Soprano. If I had a choice, right? <laughs> I'll watch the Sopranos. Right? Whereas Ultron, again, being this evil thing that you can't even wrap around why he is so 
convinced that humanity needs to go away at any given point, you're not supposed to be able to understand that. And if you do understand that, and if you're watching this on the Rewind, I'm talking specifically to you. If you're like, yeah, I get Ultron. You need a fucking therapist. <laughs> you got, like, I am talking true level villainy here. I'm not talking about somebody you can relate to. I hope you can't relate to a villain. That's why I say Ultron, if, if I understand the, the, the instructions, who's the better villain? Mm. I have to go with Ultron on this. You shouldn't be able to relate with a true villain unless yeah. you're like, I don't know, Satan? There's yeah. a big difference between a bad guy and a villain. A bad guy villain. has the Monty Python song playing in the background going yeah. through 15 versions. His, you know, like I said, his daughter's not going to be on his side. He tries to make a copy of himself, becomes his worst, his worst nemesis, right? Vision's kicking mm -hmm. his butt left, right, and sideways. He's had everything at his disposable. He's got like an adamantium frame now. He's still getting smoked left, right, and sideways. This dude couldn't fall, couldn't stand up for falling down. Like he can't get out of his own way. He's literally like like I a walking. No, I think Ultron. Oh, sorry. Ultron's just a little, or I'm sorry, Vision is just a little bit more over the top of Ultron. I mean, look at the level of of hero that I have to combat. You, your character gets beat by a handicapped man. Mine literally needs somebody with God powers. Do I need to remind you of Secret Wars? <laughs> I'm just going to go with Kingpin got beaten by the writers, not by... <laughs> let's, let's get that straight. Um, I'm just saying, if, 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 we're, if we're actually under some weird belief that these two are on some sort of equal ground, Mm -hmm. then there's a fallacy in the argument uh, there. Just simply look at the heroes that yeah, have to battle me versus the heroes that battle you. And that I tells you. you. Okay, I got a point here. Um, I, well, first of all, like I said, it's not uh, who can... Uh, the idea of the show is who can win in a fight. But Ultron is either... Power, is powerful enough and also arrogant enough. He's not going to... I don't think... I don't see Ultron hiding himself. He's going to be going in blazing in a sense, especially since he can, yeah. you know, literally program himself to the internet. Sure. There's a reason why Kingpin won't reveal himself until he can literally fight his opponent. I mean, the, you know, because also, because like um, the last episode of Daredevil, the season of Daredevil, we find out Kingpin's in charge of, the, you know, all these different federal branches. Literally, the only people he's not in control of is Daredevil himself. Literally, it's like, mm -hmm. he literally released himself into society, revealed himself to society as, I'm powerful, he won't. He behind the scenes manipulator. King, um, that's how good Kingpin is. You know, he's he's smart enough to be low to the ground until he's ready to leap up and strike. Well, I hope he's also smart enough not to use you know things like a, the internet, a cell phone. Maybe maybe he'll like Morse code or use some pigeons or something. Like I'm I'm not sure how he would like even corral everybody together maybe show that's up that's too far. easy so again ultron's a one trick pony right it's everywhere he, yeah he controls digital kingpin controls the people that create the network run the network fix the network and the network itself he controls shield he controls every spy agency government and, and organization in the world yeah. Unplug Ultron. Well, he's up it without a paddle. Well, like let's face it, he doesn't control the Avengers. Away. And Kingpin also not he doesn't to, need to. He's he, the Avengers are, are always going to be against 
uh, Ultron. They're never looking for Kingpin. He doesn't have to. So, again, it's coming out in his favor. He's all about winning. He's, you know, yeah. you go back to Chinese philosophers, right? It, it, it's not about who's going to come walking in the strongest. That dude's getting knocked out. It's about who plays against their opponent, who learns their weaknesses. Kingpin's one of the best strategic minds in the world. He's going to learn what your weakness is. Are you weak and he, and he can win versus strength? Does he need to get you on his side? Are you weak-minded but strong, so he needs to control you mentally? You know, he's going to look for that weakness, and he's going to exploit it every time. I'm so happy that you brought up Chinese philosophy or Eastern philosophy, I should say. Uh, I think that's a great, great take, you know, for when you want to, um, you know, sit around and, and wait for rice to cook. I believe in more of a <laughs> Germanic philosophy where it's uh, uh, if you think they're your enemy, then just go ahead and kill them because you can make more friends. Is that German, Is that German <laughs> or Russian? That's Germanic. That's like. Roman times. <laughs> he's going to need to make more friends of that little cookie cutter factory he's got because he's running I'm out quick. If, Meanwhile, if you want to truly, and mind you, we also yeah. need to be remembered, he hasn't really like legitimately controlled people. He's been double crossed several times. Oh, yes. Several mimics of myself. They're not yeah. going to like double cross me. Why? I'm not going to double cross myself. Like that's income. That's because they're in the scrap heap there to get destroyed. I don't know. Is, he's not perfect. He just knows that's even better. He's a fallible character, so he knows how to adjust when things go sideways. Kingpin's never outright losing. If something goes his way, doesn't go his way, he can adjust. He's not going to bonk into the wall and have Thor crush his head. Like, yeah. there's not yeah, a bunch of Thor, like, like, I'm trying to think of comic book runs now, and I've read just about everything because I've actually had to argue against Kingpin before. I don't know if he told you that, but I've actually argued oh. against Kingpin before. So I did a lot of research and reading on it. Kingpin is Lex Luthor. Again, yeah, when I was in, I lost, figure that one out. Lex Luthor, like, come on. But <laughs> hey, just saying, you know, maybe but, like, if, if we were to formulate this, right, we, we keep trying to make kingpin like this uber intelligent social engineering guy right and i i guess i can see that argument to some degree but not in anything that i read remember his his whole stick right is to give them what they want to get something back or bully people that that's that's his big manipulation technique that's Power. not like big brain social engineering there it's not like he's convincing people not like what ultron did with Wanda and her brother, where they actually convinced them that they were on the right side of something, even though he was manic at times. And then they betrayed him. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's the nature of the villain. The villain is always to lose, regardless if it's Kingpin or anybody else. Our nature is to lose at the end of the day. What our nature is not to is to be relatable to humanity. And you've already told me that you could relate to Kingpin. And that's why it's a better experience for the reader. A reader wants to read a good villain, not about a bad guy that but kind of has that one trick where he keeps losing. Better villain. And a yeah. great way to be a better villain is to be void of good. That is villainy. And the absence of ep empathy. Oh, oh, can you imagine that? Absence of empathy? Oh. Eh, that just makes you a robot. Bam! Yeah. <laughs> Robots aren't bad. Yes! <laughs> you know, right? Robots aren't are, are truly evil. They're just programmed, right? 
And apparently it's pretty well, AI generated. It learns on itself. That's going to be a whole nother thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, we can go that way. All right. It's, it yeah. does expand. It, it has the ability to learn, right? It's, it's not running DOS like, you know, 6.0 anymore. But you want to talk about just like tangible evidence about Kingpin's reach, right? A woman in a far off country is got a drug habit. And within a day in the 80s, he's learning about his nemesis right don't like, show that everyone, don't show that yet <laughs> everyone knows <laughs> put that away i was going to use that as my ending closing <laughs> argument oh no i didn't even say it so my, my whole point if we're talking about complexity of plans he's not just using the stick of the carrot right he's developing large-scale very applicable understandable and dynamic plants right that aren't going to get stopped mm -hmm. at one point right again he took this guy's whole world apart step by step by step because he wanted vengeance vengeance isn't a good thing it's terrible right no vengeance no is a great thing have you never heard of have you never heard of righteous vengeance like that's a term righteous vengeance I'm, I'm pretty sure it's right. Isn't that supposed to be just kind of one person making that? It's supposed to be justice, not vengeance. No, no, you can get vengeance. Revenge is based off vengeance. Like that's a revenge legit thing. That you can actually make that argument in a courtroom. Uh, maybe yeah, the one that somebody does something against your family and you snap and lose your shit. Yeah, there's a movie based off of it too. Wait, hey, 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 family, was that an Italian dig on the kingpin? Come on, hey. <laughs> No, it's no, Tony Soprano. I watched Tony Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> great show, by the way. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, way to use the legal system to take apart a lawyer. You want to talk about cool little niche. He's not a one-trick pony. Kingpin taps every aspect. He's evil. He's scared. Has anybody sitting here ever been scared of Ultron? Have you been a little scared about D'Onofrio and that Daredevil show? You know what, Didn't legit? he give you the look? Like no persona, but you know what scares me the most if I if I actually think about it? I don't like maybe you don't know I have a channel on YouTube where I do like sciencey things in my evil lair, right? I make lasers, I build things, do blacksmithing stuff like that. You have an evil lair? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> so Wait, could you swap out with Ultron? You'd be a better no. No, no, hold on now. And I was thinking about this <laughs> argument, and I was out there. I was actually working on a a, a piece of mechanical little device i'm working on for a separate project for somebody and I, I was thinking about ultron and what and what really makes him evil and i remembered something that was told to me a long time ago the the absence uh, or the opposite of, of love or or happiness or any of these other good feelings that we have isn't hate it's not anger it's not vengeance it's not any of that right it's it, it, it's it's the void of empathy like you can't even relate like you, like the way you would feel if you accidentally stepped on a cockroach. Fucking thing shouldn't have been there in the first place, right? You, you justify, and that's what Ultron is. Ultron's not around. It is the ultimate idea that there is something, right? That's the negative part of a person, right? So, like, let's look at the movie, right? The daddy Ultron in the movie, right? It was just everything. Tony Stark just wanted to do peace. He wanted to bring peace to people. And the great thing about this is, is that the more you try to bring peace on people, you're nothing more than a fascist to other people, right? 
Mm. You, you birth this fascism or this nihilism or this other thing the harder and harder you work for. And that was kind of the whole point of the movie as it was going through it. And that was the great thing that Ultron being the character there ultimately, because you can't really reason with a robot, right? Once a robot has programmed something and a decision is done, the outcome is done. You can't argue it. You, you go on your Google machine and type in two plus two. Or tell Siri, this is a fun one, actually. Do, Siri, what's the solution for 2 plus 2? She'll tell you 4. And then you go, Siri, that is incorrect. <laughs> He's literally <laughs> <telling you> right <laughs> now. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't argue with these kind of things. And, 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 and shout out my buddy in the chat. Kind of spoiled it for me. Now she won't shut. See, it's like Ultron in my house. It just won't stop. <laughs> and it was kind of already ruined because I like how the, the, the villain always loses the villain, right? But I think at this point it's been spoiled. My ending argument was going to be, you know, well, Ultron has won. He, he kind of did win in a very big way and beyond what Thanos had ever done in the What If series. That has been something that has happened. Thanos took out half the universe and, and, and Ultron got reversed by Scarlet Witch. If I'm correct, right? Well, he also killed off uh, not only uh, the entire universes across the multiverse. Oh, right. sorry. Instead of just half of the universe. Because those, like, come on, you got to get those numbers up, kid. <laughs> those are rookie numbers. Multiple universes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just because he's so good at math. That's who would do half a universe? I mean, half a universe is just, you know, puny God. But I am happy that the chat, I'm, I'm super happy the chat's engaged, and thank you. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, God. I haven't even seen the chat. Hopefully, I'm not getting smoked there. <laughs> oh, so here's my thing, right? We're, mm -hmm. we're, we're talking about um, a person or a thing that's absent of any emotion. That's mm -hmm. just, so that, to me, that either speaks to a psychopath, right? Who's, Look, psychopaths again. have emotions. Yeah, the, the, the yeah absence of knowing that they did anything wrong, isn't that what? Right, absence of knowing anything right. wrong, but they still right. experience things like joy and sadness and things like uh, that. Yeah, all right. So, but let's take that to extension, right? Um, doesn't Ultron think he's ultimately doing good? No, he's. It's an equation to him. That was explained in uh, Rage of Ultron. It's. It's all just an equation to him. Right, right. Because man's evil, he needs to get rid of man and replace it with something that's kind of not. No, he doesn't care special. about the evil or the good. And, and the way I read Rage of Ultron, which it kind of really broke down the, and I hate to use the word philosophy because it's kind of loosey goosey in Rage of Ultron, but yeah. just and, and it's great required reading for if you're an Ultron fan. I'm just throwing that out there. But the whole reason why humanity needs to go itself is that the equation to an ultimate zero, the math problem doesn't need to be done. And this is a great mathematician thing too, right? If, if the equation always goes to zero, no matter which way you work the equation, the equation is no good. And in this case, humanity as its whole and its good, bad being the plus or minus with zeros as they work out, at the end of the day, humanity's equation equals zero and they just you need to wipe the board because you're a waste yeah. of space time and energy yeah 
That's how I got lost in math, man. I know, I know. I go down these rabbit holes, and it wasn't supposed to be part of my argument tonight. Yeah, I mean, guys, man, this is not a strong suit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, math, math, math just feels like this. But it's not zero, but it's not zero, it's four. Ultron's really evil, but he's kind of not, but he is. But Kingpon's the great dynamic bad character, and he's relatable, he scares people. My, my character's villain. complicated. <laughs> and I would, I mean, to, uh, to, to address Manny, the Hobgoblin Collector's point, uh, Kingpin's infatuation with Vanessa is another weakness that has been exploited. I mean, yeah, it can be a weakness, but also, mm-hmm. this, like I said, to bring up the Daredevil series, this is a guy who decapitated someone with the car door. You don't mess with that level of psychotic with somebody you love unless you are seriously prepared to win. But again, if you, love uh, is a good thing. Cause, cause love is a good thing. Because if, if you mess with Vanessa, you better win or you're dead. Those are your only two options. Sorry. <laughs> love so. is a good thing. Love is a good thing, but look what it can motivate you to do. Right? And that's yeah, the so whole he, point. He's a Banners have been character. waved for peace that are much worse than anything for love. So. It's what <laughs> he did with it, though. Because as soon as it was challenged and taken away, he just he went next level. He didn't use a math equation to reduce it down to zero. He brought he his didn't. full capacity for evil down his and big evil. terror down on everyone associated. And he's not a guy that's 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 okay with just killing someone. He wants to make it last. He wants to make it hurt. He wants to make sure everyone else knows about it to inspire. He- Fear. He's so he truly has, evil. He has passion. Yeah. Well, you should always be passionate about what you're <laughs> Yeah, but his big evil plan, and let me make sure I understand and, and help me out with this. His big evil plan in the Daredevil episode, I think it was one of the seasons, it doesn't matter. You remember what I'm talking about. He wants to get into economic development and uh, tear down a city or tell down several blocks within a city because it's trash or, or whatever. Come to find out, if you go back and look at the map, it's actually where he grew up. So, <laughs> right? Now, I, I know we want to make fun of Ultron for the math and everything, but it, it just so happens my day job is in economic development. And I'm going to be honest with you, that shit's boring as fuck to me. <laughs> and that was, that was the big... Remember, you make fun of a character for math. And then you talk about economic development and redevelopment of city blocks. No offense. Oh, no. Is that why you like Ultron's plan with the city phone? Yeah. The whole Makes sense now, right? It's like a circle that comes around. Yeah, I was like, uh, that was, yeah. I, I'll go to a city planning meeting if I need to know more about economic development. I'm not watching Daredevil. Oh, all right. So where you're kind of going is that every once in a while, Kingpin's ideas seem like they're kind of boring. Is that where we're going? He's old. Yeah, he doesn't want people to know what his real ideas are. He wants to be boring and uninteresting on the surface. He wants to appear weak to his to to his, his strongest rivals. He doesn't want the interest, and that's the source of his power. Wait a second, what right? rivals would he have? He manipulates everybody. So yes, he manipulates everybody using every tool he has. Strength isn't isn't probably his strongest tool, right? 
again, you, you want people only to attack you if they're weaker than you, right? If he came out big-chested saying, hey, I can bench 600 pounds and I'm essentially impervious to bullets because my skin's so tough and I can, you know, sprint faster than NFL linemen, he's going to get his butt whipped by the thing. But he's never going to pick a fight with the thing, right? He's going to pick a fight with somebody who's a martial arts expert at best or a tough guy off the street and he's going to crush their skull like the dude from Game of Thrones, right? Somebody's going to be bouncing around, talking about, you know, he did something with his, his, his daughter and his sister. He's going to be laying on the ground, and then, boom, crushed like a watermelon. That's yeah. Kingpin's style. But yeah, but he's always coming out on top, right? Again, even even Ultron's strongest thing. He, they're going to the digital age. He controls digital. Great. We're talking about the guy that controls everything that the digital's run on, right? He, he controls everything. You keep using this example of coming out on top. A, a, a blind man, you know, whipped up on you. Or not you. Sorry, this is not personal. I'm just When I say you, I mean Kingpin. I, I don't want there to be yeah, I'm not insulting you. Um, so, it, like, a blind man can beat you. Because you didn't get that concept of using a, a boombox in the 80s. Blind man who fought the Hulk to a standstill. Oh no, I know what's going when you're using no, you don't I'm get to saying, do that. You don't get to do that. That's kind of that was kind of weak. That's kind of right. He isn't kidding, man. Yeah, but a horrible, horrible cannon. <laughs> this is bad. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say everything you read about Ultron is good. So I'm gonna just ignore that one. <laughs> Ultron, Crimson Cowl, what's his name these days? Again, I can always go back to Secret Wars if you want to talk about who's more powerful. Like the things Ultron did uh, in Secret War. Come on now. That was uh, Secret the Beyonder? Or the second one? Uh the Which first one. The first He was in the first one. Yeah, it that was like Doom All Day and the Beyonder came out on top. Yeah, so but anyway, back to my argument. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So you got you got Kingpin, right? And then you got handicapped man, right? Batman, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Daredevil fan, by the way. <laughs> right? And then you got the Punisher in jail, right? Even in the comic books, even in the the show, right? It, it's still just, and these are just regular, well. Either handicap or regular people that he just can't oh. seem to get his hands around and drop. Well, don't even get me started. On no I'm just saying, right? The strongest, probably most popular superhero of all time. He's keeping him at bay. He's keeping Daredevil at bay. He's keeping a crazy vigilante at bay. He's keeping the entire crime uh, uh, syndicate at bay. He's keeping Nick Fury and all of his little agents well, of Shield. Only for bay. so many issues. Yeah, but then he's on to the next thing, right? He, is you know, that really what he's doing, though? I, I My argument is it's all just the scared kid trying to show that he's better than he actually is at the end of the day. Being the world's richest man, controlling every organization. No, there's like thousands of those. Like, I'm built with antimanium. I could be the, the richest are. robot out there with how much metal I have on me. Was that before or after you got melted down? I'm just saying you can't melt that stuff. Remember, Wolverine's claws is made out of it. Yeah, I thought he got melted. The last go, like on fourteen or fifteen, it's a little tough. Like maybe if he did that hundred guy trick that Mario did back in the day, like he'd get that, there. 
That would be yeah, more interesting than getting beat by a blind man, yeah. And I'm pretty sure Kingpin could just, you know, <laughs> Kingpin could just hire Magneto to rip him to rip Ultron apart. After all, he did rip um, Wolverine's adamantium yeah. out of him. Don't even get me started on that argument. Just because somebody can control magnetism doesn't mean every single metal out there is susceptible to him. Like that, that doesn't even make sense to me. Like the lead metal, stick a magnet to lead or aluminum or anything else. This guy. Like they just overpowered that dude ridiculously. I mean, <laughs> is he having trouble if he's going to the beach? Like he has some sand up in his joints and he's like freezing up like the tin man. Like how I don't know. How Have you ever seen like battle robots and stuff before? I don't know. That stuff's pretty interesting to watch. Much better than economic development. So oh, he kind of goes in the little arena and it's like the one around yeah, guy coming down. He's fighting with that. A little more interesting than King <laughs> just to, just to let you guys know the link for the voting the voting link should only be active for about another ten minutes or so. So just to let you guys know that's all all we have left for the voting link. Otherwise, until we can still argue for a little bit longer, but we won't be able to win any votes after that point. So oh, yeah. I wouldn't say it's an argument. We're just out here just you know, well, yeah. we're, we're support each other so we can all grow. This friendly debate. I mean, I know we're all. I know everyone in the chat is just sitting sit here watching it, going. Would you like me to explain? I would love to hear this. So would I. <laughs> and definitely, if you have any points or opinions or something you want to bring up, definitely hit up that chat box. We'll. Yes. We'll. Uh, we don't want to bore you guys. We want to engage each other. Yeah. <laughs> Questions and opinions are more than welcome. After all, sometimes they just help. Help. They help continue discussions and bring things to a point because i mean is ultra to one of my points that i thought about for this matchup is ultron fighting by himself if this is a kind of a fist fist fight or is he bringing his like his clone army of you know of, you know, of, of uh, robots you know because i see i like i said i don't see kingpin fighting on himself by himself i see him using his right. checkbook and hiring every there, villain in the city i could see that so what i would say is is i would say ultron would not Right, because it, it doesn't again. If he's a, a robot, which means he does calculation, he understands the internet. He probably already knows who Wilson Fisk is. Knows what he's capable of. I would think. Um, mm -hmm. Again, given the heroes that generally go against Ultron, and then looking at him going against Kingpin, I think he would be very well equipped with an entire army and just and, and just let's pretend heroes don't exist. Nobody, no heroes are going to interfere, and it's just villains and stuff. I, 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 man, I don't know. Because let's be honest, if it was them two in a ring, MMA in and out, like, yeah, I know he's six hundred pounds, three percent body fat, can run faster than right, but he's not punching through made up fake steel. <laughs> like that's not happening. <laughs> Thank gosh that never has to happen. Darn strength. Right, it's never gonna happen because it's yeah. never going there. Right, let's face it, Ultron can't make friends. The one time he tried to deal with the underworld, right, and get a little bit of uh, vibranium from like he flipped out, lost his mind, and cut the dude's arm off. Right, that was like, great. He doesn't know how to. Right, isn't that a great scene? It was a great scene. Claw, <laughs> that's how Claw gets made. Right? Talk about someone uh, with daddy issues. <laughs> you know. Meanwhile. Kingpin is going deals with the fallible nature of humans. They're always going to cave to whatever pressure he can apply. 
Ultron's never getting off. And there's never going to be that vacuum scenario where the world's superheroes aren't going to be lined up, focused on the Iraq of the, of the villain world, right? It, it, it's the bumbling Republican guard out in the middle of nowhere, can't find their shoes, making a gazillion uh, uh, little robots running into the wall. Everybody's attention's going to be on them when they can't even take over the tiny little neighborhood next door. Meanwhile, eh, Kingpin doesn't have to do all that, and he takes over the world. All right, man. What branch did you serve in? Uh, Boy Scouts. Why? Sack of shit. <laughs> uh, I so I, I normally don't do this. But... <laughs> uh oh, so, No, not those. I'm sorry. Oh. So Spurs, oh, nice. United States Army retirement paperwork. <laughs> so when you brought up your analogy, I was like, oh, it's. I'm assuming a fellow veteran. Yeah, 68 whiskey. Right, nice. Nice. So, um, yeah, but you're still wrong. Like, I tried to relate, and then I'm like, nah. <laughs> so, you, you, you did the kingpin on me, right? You no, I did no Ultron. I calculated, and I was like, not worth my time. <laughs> oh. Just I'll let harsh. I'll let you know. I mean, if actually, because if Ultron smart, he'll go like, "Well, I'll let Kingpin have New York, and I'll have the world." You know, it's kind of like Doctor Doom in Latveria. You you know, he'll focus more on his own smart? country. I don't understand why keep an enemy alive. Well, if Kingpin wants to rule the world, but if he cares more about New York than the world, he might be like, "Let him you know focus on New York, and you can have New York, and I'll have the rest of the world, and I won't interfere I with understand. you." So. My understanding yeah. from the show, and please correct me if I'm if I'm yeah. missing this. He absolutely hates New York. He keeps calling it a jungle, a cesspool. He wants to destroy half of it. Like I think he's talking about the monkeys in the zoo. Yeah, <laughs> he loves Hell's Kitchen. New York's his people. He wanted to tear it down, though. Right? He wants to rebuild it in in in, in his image. Something other than what it is. He wants, make it it, he wants to make it new New York. From there. <laughs> it's from there. Make New York awesome. new again, right? He's all about <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, 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 again, I, I'm still stuck on one thing, and I, and I don't think I can get my mind off of it. The fact that he has the capacity. Is Ninja Turtles on his side if there was a real fight? So. <laughs> Are we really going to go there? Like, Shredder's a better character. Like, <laughs> Shredder should have won already. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but but like, I love how Eastman and Lart, they, they made the whole knockoff of Daredevil and nobody even caught on to it. Right? Yes, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yes. Foot, Foot Clan, it's it's the hands, right? The splinter. Yeah, uh, yeah they just made animals in opposite stick. body parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Splinter and Stick, right? Are the teachers. And this, this is amazing. I love those guys. That's like, well, yeah, no, well, as my as my uh, as my college professor said, you know, you 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 know, you don't uh, have original ideas. You steal the best ideas for yourself and you claim them. <laughs> right. Yeah. And of course, look the U.S. Patent Office and change any idea. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. How Stanley of you? Yes. Well, I know <laughs> it's been fifty-five minutes, and I know that we all. I could do this all day. We can really do this all day. 
So do we have any further points we want to add or we want to wrap up to conclusions? Because I generally try to keep the show about an hour here and I have other things I will need to do tonight since I literally have to run to make this show happen. <laughs> There's nothing more important than this argument. It is the most important argument in all of villainy. Remember, the only way something can be truly villainous if it truly does not care about anything is my argument. Social nihilist is just the epitome of the worst. Your capacity to love, your capacity to care is what makes you human, and you should have those things. But if the argument, as I've stated in the beginning, is who's the best villain, it's devoid of all of it. I don't know. I, so the only thing, the only way something can be truly reprehensible and, and evil is to attach motive to it, right? That's why it, it, if, a, if a human does something bad, right? You, you can really relate. You can you, you can chastise them. It makes sense. If an animal does something bad, like, no, it didn't know what it was doing, right? So the nature of evil, I, I think we're, we're disagreeing on here. I think the intent, the malevolence, the sheer just villainy of it, right, has to lean towards Kingpin. You can understand it. You can comprehend it. It's not a light switch. It's purposeful. It, it, it's not destined and it's just going to happen. This is someone with an intent, with a plan and a desire. And it's only for him. It, it's only his vision. It's not to help anyone, right? Ultimately, it's only for, for, for his own good, right? And the way it's going to get there is going to be the most interesting to the reader. It, it's never going to be fun to watch something sort of really powerful run up against the most powerful and then get bopped like a whack-a-mole. It is going to be cool to see someone with eight different different webs and, and access to any storyline, <coughs> Frank Miller, uh, <laughs> to just reach down and scare the pants <clears throat> off you. You know, and and I mean, if we're gonna wrap it up, I'm just gonna say, you know, if, if you want to just talk about just not being good, like what's up with Ultron, like messing with Santa Claus, bro? Takes on the form of Santa Claus. You don't mess with Santa. Like, come on. Villains do. <sighs> Ultra will dress up like Jesus if he has to. <laughs> <laughs> I could say a couple different things about that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but before I do, before I do that, let's go ahead and wrap up the uh, final argument. So I'm gonna, I dropped the link one more time. Like I said, it should be active for another minute and a half. So while that minute and a half ticks down, we'll have the closing statements, beginning with Kingpin himself. So take away Kingpin for your final statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was my final statement. Okay. So <laughs> just to recap, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, brought, I was saving the Santa Claus line for the end. You killed me. Uh. Um, so uh, again, just Kingpin is the epitome of evil, and he's an interesting character. He's represented by the best, by a far superior actor. He, he's fun to watch. He's villainous. He speaks to our worst human nature. Right? Everyone's got a capacity for evil. Here's someone who embodies it, who's mastered it, who lives it on a daily basis, and always comes out on top. He's not someone that's again a one-trick pony. He's evil. He's evil to the core. And he's going to get there. That's why he's the best villain ever. And last shameless bug. He's got awesome. the best comic book cover of all time. Ooh. Just saying. 
Awesome, awesome. That is a good grade. My my dream grade for that book is to upgrade my 4.5 to a 5.0 because I just something about having the ASM 50 and a 5.0 just seems like the perfect grade to have. Anyway, take it away, Pocan, with your closing statement. So great, great cover, bro. But much like Ultron, I'm doubling down. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> no, great, great argument tonight, and great points about uh, Kingpin. But again, at the end of the day. You know, the, the sheer fact, and I'll stand by this all day long, again, argue with Google, argue with your computer, argue with uh, Jet or Chat GPT, right? You, you will consistently lose that argument all day long. You're not going to fool a computer. You're not going to guess a computer. You're not going to outsmart a computer at the end of the day. Very few people have, and those people are, are truly unique. God bless them. But at the end of the day, if you were standing on the street with Ultron on one side and Kingpin on the other, which one do you think has the possibility of showing you compassion and letting you live at the end of the day? And that is truly villainous. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I look forward to this very much. So. The link is there. I don't know if it's still active or not. If it is, go vote. And if it isn't, thank you for voting. And uh, can't wait to see how this ends up. So this was a fun debate. I really enjoyed it. This was a lot of fun. I had a lot, lot of fun. This, like I said, just something about these ideal matchups. I'll say it before. I'll say it again. My will that I use to set these matches up creates the perfect matches that I couldn't even dream of. You know, uh, man versus machine. You know, uh, let's see, Kang the Conqueror versus Doctor Doom, Joker versus Loki. You can't plan these matches. They just magic of fate. So I just love that. So, all right. So without further ado, let's bring upon the uh, the voting link. I just need to make sure I have it there. Come on, lucky number three. Yeah, lucky number three. <laughs> Yeah, this is your third time on the show. <laughs> I knew it was at least once before, but yeah, you're still. Have you made it past round one yet? I can't remember. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Good. Good. That's good. Second time. I made it past round one. All right. Well, good luck in round two or round two or further on. You know, you don't have the champion. So two-time champions here. So who knows? All right. Without further ado, the results for the knockout episode five: Kingpin versus Ultron is. Ultron with eight <laughs> votes, Kingpin with two. It was a absolute slaughter. <laughs> the Kingpin is at the throne. Oh man! So that was congratulations, Joe. I'll job. be honest with you. I'm actually surprised for that because the last time I had to argue against uh, Kingpin, like they, it blew out of the water, and I had Lex Luthor, and like I thought I brought a compelling argument. Like I didn't even make it around two. I thought yeah. you brought very compelling arguments. Good, good job to you. That's like legitimately. I'm used to being insulted by the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, congr listen, congratulations, uh, Dan, from um, your meme game this week and all that. You were worried about it before. You are unsure about it, and you got your argument was good enough to get to round two. So that is cool. So you'll move forward to round. Uh, your next episode will be episode 15, and all that, which will be further down the line. So. Uh, I don't know who your opponent would be yet, possibly, but 
I think it'll either be a Dormammu. I think your opponent will either be Dormammu or Mr. Freeze. This is the next episode of the uh, next episode of the Knockout, which is Dormammu versus Mr. Freeze. Sometimes you have great setups, and other times it's like, ooh, how are they gonna win? So you never count it out, though. Villains are villains. You no, never know. No so that matchup will be uh, next episode, uh, whatever that is. I haven't set it up that match just yet. So I uh, recently. Uh, basically really got busy with doing you know another another part-time job just because money's tight right now so right now so uh maybe that envelope showed up over there and kind of bought the election oh yeah yeah i I forgot yeah that was yeah that that's the uh (laughs) does that mean i have to give you a refund then since you lost (laughs) the bribe didn't work (laughs) that's that's what i was this from the beginning i should have just bought the whole darn thing and then like just dropping money but yeah so it was worth it it was a good episode like i said just kingpin yeah this is kingpin versus ultron it was hard to say you know it could have gone a bunch of different ways particularly but although i would have argued probably i don't know something against an ai machine but something about kingpin too so i don't know i might have voted for kingpin honestly if i had the choice just because Something about the Kingpin's personality, you know, you don't underestimate. I, oh, I don't doubt it. it. Now that the vote's over, I, I, I do find Kingpin an attractive character because, and for the same exact reason, he's a handsome man. The argument, I, I, I find him a very interesting character because it, it was our classic look at, you know, something what Tony Soprano would have been in comic books as far as, and I love the Soprano. But yeah. again, he's that classic mobster. You know, the fasona of it. There's something very attractive to that. But unfortunately, in the draw, I didn't get. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I always dug him because he's not like a a black mask kind of like, all right, you know, the the one trick pony mobster. He's he's that next level. He's the guy that that, that epitomizes. I'm dying. I was trying to remember the the Art of Warfare. Um, What's the, the, you know, that famous book, The Art of Warfare? Yeah, The Art of War. So true. Sun Tzu, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, Sun Tzu, the art of war, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like... I know, I kind of figured you were going that way when yeah, you said I, I future philosophy. I was like, Google it on my phone. I think he's talking about Sun Tzu. <laughs> yeah. Was, oh, that's, and I'm that's not going to support your argument. Joe, thank you, man. This is a great, great chat. This is thank you. This way better fun. than I possibly could imagine. First time ever doing anything in front of a camera. So I thought I was going to have to puke before this. <laughs> yeah. really I, I hope we can do this again sometime. Yeah. This would be fun. Yeah, if you brought a very good argument. You know, it's a shame Dude. Kingpin didn't go further. But like I said, I've had plenty of people, plenty of discussions. You know, like I said, there's one guy, you know, um, uh, Triple D Dodgeball. He literally, and I said it was kind of like a courtroom debate show. He starts bring, he brought in the lawyer talk, you know, kind of thing. And so it's kind of like going like, I didn't mean literally seriously, but cool. <laughs> you know, so, so it's just like going like, many things. I mean, after all, you know, sharing life with two YouTubers and her daughter, Rena. They're two-time yeah. champions of the knockout. This, you know, this is you know, season, you know, season four here. So they literally won two of the three, you know, kind of a things. And so it's just like something about them and their arguments. There is, you know, you just you never know who's gonna win. I've seen argue, I've seen episodes here where what the person who won should not have won, but the other person, but they fought like you know, but like a 
Wolverine, like a Wolverine in a, in a bag, you know, <laughs> it was just absolutely vicious. And then I seen people who should have won lost because the person was so confident or just, I'm not going to vote for me. I'm just going to have fun. Well, they lost by one vote. You should have voted for yourself. Yeah. I don't hold it against you. If you guys can vote, technically speaking, if you wanted yeah. to vote for yourself on your home internet, Put on, bring up on your cell phone, turn off the Wi-Fi, and vote on your data for a second time. You, I don't hold it, especially oh. in the, especially in the season of the villains, folks. If you want to try and vote I, for, I, your I think I got two votes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go so, out and do some social engineering now for the next. See if I can't make it past round three. <laughs> you know, John's comics with kids and all that. He uses his X-Men posse to. <laughs> oh yeah, he brings it. Oh, yeah. Looks like beautiful mine where it's all the gold numbers kind of yeah. going down. Awesome. Well. <laughs> I'm going to wrap things up, guys. Thank you both for much, Dan and Pocan, for joining me on this episode. Again, stay tuned, guys. Next episode, episode six, which is, like I said, Dormammu versus Mr. Freeze. For that episode, it'll be very interesting to see where that ends up. And then after that, episode seven will be Green Goblin versus Black Adam. So I look forward to that matchup, too. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, especially since Green Goblin is my favorite Spider Man villain. I just. Which, which Green Goblin? Oh, oh they you know Norman Osborn. Okay. Okay. You know yeah. the original. William, yeah. William Dafoe. <laughs> yeah. First we attack his heart. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Versus the rock. Yeah, I think Dafoe wins that. Right? He's a non vet, so always yeah. always go with the non vet. You get shot awesome. like thirty eight times, didn't die. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So thank you guys for joining us on this longer than normal episode, which was always fun, always fun. So take care everyone and see you guys next time for the next round of the knockout. Happy collecting. And I'll see you guys later. Talk to you later. Awesome.